From Anchor.fm out of Philadelphia, I'm Quincy Stallworth with Kinsey Questions. My guest this evening is Carolyn Lederach. Since 2010, she has been a prominent figure in the art, music, and poetry scene here in Philadelphia. She's been an entertainment publicist, artist manager, and even a social media representative. Now she's taking some time to talk with us about her company, Hazy Colors Photography. She's also an online editor for an all-female photography group called The Photo Ladies. You can find her work on Instagram, Facebook, and on her website for the Hazy Colors Photography. We'll take a break first, and then we'll come back with Carolyn. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day, and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs. Hello, welcome to King State Questions. I'm Quincy Stallworth, and I am here with my good friend and special guest, Carolyn Lederach. Carolyn Lederach is an event coordinator. She's a tour manager around the country, production assistant, music manager, and a music supervisor. Hello, Carolyn. How are you doing? Hello. Good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's so nice to hear you. You too. It's been a while. <laughs> so we're going to jump right into these questions. I don't like to keep anybody long. Uh, you have a Twitch channel, or you are part of a Twitch community called the Creative Club. What is the Creative Club? Um, it started up um, by an old friend I've known for years who's always like worked in concert stuff with me. Um, he started up the Twitch channel about like a month ago I guess so he had asked me to curate a lineup for it so um yeah we're just trying to make kind of like a digital um virtual venue kind of situation so have like three or four like artists and kind of set it up like a venue kind of would be and have like a door time so on twitch there's like the chat feature so you kind of have a little downtime before everyone starts where people can chat. and um, Yeah, and then it just kind of runs like a regular concert. But um, yeah, it's just something a little different, I guess, to keep busy while regular venues are still closed. So, Are you prepared for this to become the new norm probably for the next 14 months? Um, I don't want it to be, but I feel like it's going to be, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, if it, it, it definitely seems like it will be. And, uh, it, you know, I think everyone's starting podcasts and creative clubs on Twitch <laughs> and TV shows on YouTube are going to come out in about two <laughs> years like celebrities. Yes. <laughs> You're going to be so popular that <laughs> when venues open back up, they're going to start hiring us first. Yeah. <laughs> so. The dream. <laughs> yeah. So what what led you into the world of music photography and, and, and photography for artists? Oh, man. Um, I guess I've been shooting in general for about 
five years now, I want to say. Um, I used to just write a lot of like music reviews and stuff for a couple different um, like blogs, music blogs and stuff. And, and I always wanted to get like into photography and I guess I just found it as like a new, I was getting kind of bored, I guess, with doing the same kind of like live show coverage kind of stuff. Um, so I found it like an, something else to entertain me, I guess. <laughs> um, and kind of, yeah, I just jumped into doing music photography to add to my reviews and stuff that I do of shows. And it's kind of just been something I've really enjoyed. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you shoot with? Um, I have a Nikon D7000. Ooh, that's a nice camera. And uh, have you, is that an upgrade or is that a camera you've been using? I've had the same one this whole time. Um, I feel like it's about time probably for an upgrade, but I haven't decided what I want to get. So, that's <laughs> so what do you like? Film or digital? I've only like recently kind of gotten to film more. Um, one of my good like photo friends have like gifted me a pretty nice um, film camera. So I've been kind of, like getting into that a bit more, but I think I'd say digital, I guess, because you can just play around with stuff and let room a little bit more, which I guess right. you can do on film scans too, but not to the same extent. But, no, no. Yeah. Well, but I I, with film too, it makes you slow down a bit too, which I like. So I really about things. So you don't put the camera on auto burst and just uh, call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what I do. <laughs> I get home. I have 350 shots. It's a good night. <laughs> it's, a good... it's like, okay. Yeah. The entire show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically I record all visually. <laughs> so could you give me a little information on your other project the philly music caves yeah definitely um it's been maybe like a year since i've done anything with it but um i'm trying to start up i guess i'm gonna call it like season two of it since it's been like kind of a break of doing it um but i originally kind of started it up as the more I was working with um, like different Philly artists just realizing how many people play in different bands and like collaborate with each other or like produce for each other and all that and I think I just wanted to kind of take pieces out of different bands so like putting the focus on individual people in bands and all mm -hmm. that they do um, so that was kind of like my focus with it of, you know, most people see bands as just like the front person, but there's usually like three or four other people up there too, sometimes more and everyone like has their stories of how they got started and all their other projects that they work in. So um, and I just found it as like an interesting way to see also how like the city influences different artists as well. Mm hmm since I usually ask them to pick kind of a spot in Philly that is like influenced their music or that they find is a good, like peaceful place to kind of get away and stuff like that. So 
it's helped me like see different pockets of the city too. I'll kind of like learn artists and stuff. So it's been like a fun project to work on and people seem to like it. So start it up again. Have you been inundated with uh, requests to to shoot different artists now that everyone's locked inside? <laughs> um, there has been a handful, yeah. I haven't quite dug into all my new submissions yet, but I'm about to do that. It's on my list of things to do. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so, good that people like want to be involved for sure. So. You- you don't have an intern? You're doing all this single-handedly? This is just you alone? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sounds like a major project. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, I think that's probably the hardest part of the whole thing is probably organizing schedules to plan when to do will, shoot stuff. So, Will a book come out of this? Because this <laughs> feels like a book. I have not thought about that, but I kind of like that idea. Can I get a um, credit when you put it out? <laughs> yeah, definitely. A nice, a nice coffee table book with a hardback, really wide. You'll get and... the dedication page, you know that. Yeah, thank page. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, what's, what do you favor, monochrome, uh, black and white photography, or color? Um... I definitely, I would definitely say color. Um, I know I've, like a lot of people have told me, like, I guess my photos are pretty specific, I guess, in the ways that I play around with light and shadowing and all that. I tend to use like a lot of negative space in, um, like when I'm shooting. So I think they like stand out a little different that way. So I kind of like having a little bit of darkness like in with the color. Um, mm. So I think that's usually what I prefer with it. But yeah, black and white would be fun too. I think I've like learned that I kind of like black and white photography with landscape photos, which I don't do that much. But um, yeah, like a couple of times when I've been out, like I went to Joshua Tree a couple of years ago, Mm -hmm. like kind of playing around with my photos from there that I kind of favored some of the black and white stuff more. Um, But yeah, I think for the most part, I'd still say color. Any formal training in your photography history? Because many of the things and terms you use, I'm listening, and it sounds like you took photography uh, 201. You left, you went to the next level. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely still learning. Um, I wouldn't say I'm any kind of expert. Um, I, I mean, I took like photography classes in like high school. Um, and then I thought about doing it when I was in college, but I would have had to stay a little longer to like add it on as like a minor. So I just decided it's something I could probably teach myself, which I kind of ended up doing. So um, I've been kind of learning ever since, but it's been a fun journey. <laughs> and you do exceptional well. I've, I've seen your work. Um, what's a good place to find and buy your work? Um, I have my website together now. Um, so it's hazycolors.com. Yes. It's with like the UK spelling. So it has like the U in it. 
Yeah, we'll definitely share that in the metadata. <laughs> so when people listen to the podcast, yeah. they can also click on and go straight to it. Let me uh, reintroduce you. I'm with Carolyn Letterock. She's a local and national event coordinator, tour manager, production assistant, music manager, and a music supervisor. Uh, she's here to talk about her latest projects and current photography ventures. Let's talk about some current projects you're working on. Yeah. Can you talk about this company called Hazy Colors Music Photography? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of just my outlet. I think I had that struggle, which most people, I think, kind of come to when they try to hit social media stuff if they want to have um, personal stuff separate than like their art um but I kind of like went with the hazy color theme it's like kind of taken from lyrics from one of my favorite songs Mm -hmm. Um, and I think kind of like fits my um I guess the way I do my photography too a little bit with I was talking with like doing the lights and darks um with my colors and playing around um but I kind of like ran with that name and um, just built the website instead of kind of favoring over Instagram. But I know I have to be more relevant on there. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I still keep most of my photos on my personal page instead of having separate ones. But, um, yeah, just kind of have some, most of my favorite shots I put up just on the website um, and, like, the Facebook page for it. Um and then I finally, quarantine's also brought me to kind of get my print store together finally, oh. which people have like bugged me about for a couple years, <laughs> just like dragged my feet. So um, I have most of that stuff up on my website as well. Um, yeah. And then the music cave stuff is up on there too. And I think that's about it. <laughs> well, let's talk about the spelling of color. It's yeah. uh, completely wrong. Every time I typed <laughs> it in during our, uh, before my script for the interview, it comes up red. Why, why did you name, give the color spelling that is for the UK and, and Aust- Australia? <laughs> <laughs> um, is it the proper way? I don't know. We won't have that to do. Well, for them, for them. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess, um, the hazy colors kind of quote comes from a song from a band in the UK. So, um, I guess I kind of did that as well. Um, and what's the name of this band that made this incredible hazy color influence on you? Um, it's Amber Run. So <laughs> a band that I've kind of toured with and worked with and known for a couple years now. So. Um, yeah, it's just their song 5am, which is also like their first album title. Um, just been like one of my favorite songs for a little while. So, um, yeah. How did you go from a, a, a person who loves a song to someone who is touring with them as a photographer? Because I would love to make that transition for a lot of bands. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's one that I didn't think would ever actually happen, and then it did. <laughs> um, yeah, just I kind of knew 
I was talking with them for probably like five years before they toured here. They finally had their first U.S. tour. Um, I guess it was two years ago now. It was like fall of 2018. Um, And I was like talking with them up until then. And I knew their management team from a label I used to work with um, that's based out of the U.K. too. So I just have a lot of like weird ties to the U.K. music scene a lot too. So um just kind of worked out when they came over here I was like do you need any help with anything so I kind of came on as merch manager and like helping with whatever else needed to be dealt with and doing photos for them too so um yeah it was definitely one of the best experiences in my life I think but very hectic as well really well, what was the toughest part about being a tour a tour photographer? Um, I guess for me, it was kind of just the fact that I was working kind of two jobs at once. So mm. I'd have to like set up merch and then try to do some stuff like backstage and then be back at merch for like doors um, and then shooting the show and then coming back to do merch at the end of the show and then like cleaning up and then... Um, having to like edit things in between um and, downtime and what's and stuff, but... what's this sort of employment pay i mean is, is this <laughs> this out of the goodness of your heart or is this... <laughs> i guess it definitely very like i've been on a couple tours at this point doing photos and stuff but it definitely depends on the tour um obviously sometimes it is just out of like getting the experience of it um and all that but yeah, if you can negotiate your way too. If it's your favorite band, it's okay though. I mean, I know most, most people who know me know I, I'm obsessed with the Foo Fighters, and they were like, "You got to quit your job, no pay, and um, and and sleep on the floor." I would look at my wife and be like, "It's the Foo Fighters," <laughs> and I'd be gone. The Foo Fighters could pay you properly. <laughs> yeah, well, if they couldn't, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um. When you interact with these bands, and I'm only asking this for a friend, when you interact with these people, how do you not come off like a stalker, but you kind of are? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's something I still struggle with, right? Like sometimes you feel like you're a creep for like sliding into the DMs or something. But Oh, um, oh, I know. <laughs> it's... um. <laughs> What one of the most valuable thing I had an interview a couple of weeks ago with a, a musician came to Philadelphia named Jessica Gerhardt, mm-hmm. and she talked to uh, me about building relationships and how important it is when you have a friend or an associate who has a studio or, or um, like you, you have a, a photography company. You know, give you a call sometimes. Hey, how you doing? You need some donuts? You know, you guys <laughs> hungry? You drive by a studio with a guy who sits in the studio for twenty hours a day. And you bring some pizzas, guess what? You're his best friend now. <laughs> and when they have something going on, they say, call Carolyn. And that's, that's how you build relationships. Yeah, definitely. Would you say you have a, a functioning relationship with, with Amber Round where uh, you could go on their next tour? I mean, next year, of course. But um, It's kind of, we have like kind of the U.S. team, I guess here which is pretty much just me <laughs> it's like I mean they'll, they'll have um 
their UK tour manager and sound guy come as well. So, um, yeah, I'd like to think that's usually how our friendship circle works too. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I went on their last tour as well um, in October, November of 2019. So I know it's like obviously going to be a while till they come back over here, but. <laughs> I was listening to a um, Lin Manuel yesterday, and he was talking about how he got into script writing and how he got into it. Was he said it's kind of when you're an introvert, it's awkward to say, "Hey, Carolyn, come on over and just sit and watch movies and eat pizza," because yeah. people always find something else to do. But if I say, "Hey, Carolyn, I have a, a podcast. Will you be a guest as an interview?" or "Hey, Carolyn, I'm writing a script for a play. I'd like you to try this part." He says you're more likely to get people to uh, to, to to work with you, and that's mm-hmm. that's uh, that's part of the that's the gift and curse of being an introvert. Definitely, yeah, I can definitely and, relate to that. And and that's what you do with Amber Round. They're they're such a great band, and it's like to just say, "Hey guys, I want to hang out with the tour." You'd be like, "Oh, we don't know," but when you say, "Hey, I can contribute. I have these ideas. We can craft some great." photography for your for your website for your business and for your merch then people say oh okay yeah bring bring her aboard mm-hmm. and that is the gift and curse of an introvert yeah that's definitely a good way to put it it's like I'm we with... feel, i would say we'd like feel awkward when it's not <laughs> yeah 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 it's it's it's, it's, it's not awkward yeah. it's, it's not awkward at all and 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 you, you're you're so incredibly talented that people like myself feel awkward telling you how talented <laughs> you are because a part of me feels like, well, she knows. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you said what? That's definitely not true. <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to know that I am with <laughs> Carolyn Lederock. She is a talented event coordinator, photographer, tour manager, production assistant and manager. She's also managed band and music supervisor here in the United States and around the world. We'll be back after these commercial messages. Yes, and we're back. Uh, That was an awesome commercial. I'm not sure which commercial that was, but (laughs) I'm sure it was better commercial than than the first of the commercial. I only do two commercials an episode. But if I could squeeze the third episode commercial in there, you know, I'm going to get that two cents. You know what I'm talking about, Carol? <laughs> I'm going to get that money. Um, my guest today is a, uh, a good friend. Her name is Carolyn Lederock. She's an incredible uh, photographer, and she has an incredible website called Hazy Color Photography. You can find her work on Facebook, and she has a website. She's also a, a member of the Photo Ladies, and she has been a prominent fixture in the Philadelphia art and music scene. Uh, poets know her, artists know her, musicians know her. If you do not know her, chances are you don't live in Philadelphia, nor have you ever. So <laughs> let's talk about the photo ladies. Is this a mafia organization? <laughs> we like to think so. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, it's, yeah, it's a female music collective, well, music photographer collective, I should say. So, um, 
it was kind of founded by one of my best friends in Chicago who's done a lot of like skateboard and music photography um as well as just some other kind of prominent um female photographers in New York that I know um and yeah it was just kind of like realizing how hard it is like obviously in most industries to be like a female in it but especially kind of music photography and like the music industry it's like difficult to be a girl trying to be taken seriously and all that so um we just kind of started up the collective and like we have the photo ladies website which we've started doing like we've had to like revamp it a little bit with the quarantine stuff so we didn't have a blog Mm -hmm. and we do now um before it was just a lot of um live show um photo albums and um it helps coordinate a lot of tour diaries that we did on there so since we have like a pretty expansive I think we're about a hundred ladies in our collective right now and then as well as like a community group um but it's just kind of spread throughout the world so um we've gotten lucky with a handful of artists on their U.S. tours of just having someone shoot um a show in each city or most of the cities on the tour and then doing an interview around that um so there's some cool pieces of those up on the website too but yeah it's a nice group to be a part of i've heard other young female photographers talk about how difficult it is to get into the concert world um what would you suggest um it's a good question i guess it's kind of just um really pushing to get on music blogs if you can and just like getting any kind of camera to start off with. It doesn't have to be like anything nice. Um, But obviously being professional and like the photo pits, like very important too, because it's still a small world, like most things in music. So if you're kind of being an asshole or like doing things wrong or like in there with your phone, trying to take photos, like it'll come back Mm. to you. Um, But yeah, definitely keeping professional too. I think you can, I can definitely tell when I've been at some shows and there's people in the pit who are clearly just there because they're a fan of whoever's playing and they're just like fangirling instead of like in there to do their job, which is to take photos. um, Yeah. Take photos, focus. Just being, but yeah. But Carolyn, it's so hard sometimes when you're like, (laughs) when you're before your idol, man, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm 43. I'm old enough. I can control myself. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember in my twenties, I was the biggest blackest thing on the front <laughs> screen. There's nothing. Um, it's nothing wrong with it, but it's just you know when you're even as a photographer, it's, it's you, you you know how much lenses I've had destroyed. You things get destroyed <laughs> because you, you fall in love all over again. You, you're like I remember the song. I mean, for those people. Mm-hmm. Who, who can't control themselves <laughs> what would you recommend start in the back of the of the pit of the photog pit not the mosh pit not to be confused <laughs> don't take your camera into a mosh pit people <laughs> well at least i guess the advantage too of like um i guess what most people don't realize when you get photo passes to do shows you just get those first three songs 
So as long as you can stay focused, those first three to do that, and then you can go enjoy the rest of the show and be yourself. (laughs) Where do you put your camera and gear? Or do you carry like basically one lens to a concert? Yeah, I've mostly been shooting with my 50 millimeter, I've noticed. Like that's probably what I've been using for most of the shows that I've shot the last like year or two um unless i'm at like a much bigger venue but i guess i most of the shows i shoot are at like smaller venues um where i can still get away with like doing the 50 millimeter um and obviously everything's like low light so it's pretty difficult sometimes but um yeah otherwise i just bring like my camera bag and if i just stick with the one lens like it makes it pretty like easy to carry for the rest of the show yeah you have such a distinct commercial style (laughs) that it often makes me think you are a long-term professional (laughs) have you do you run into uh, a lot of jealousy at your level (laughs) You always have such kind words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I haven't come across that now. If anything, it's me being jealous of other people, but <laughs> I don't really? think anyone's like expressed to me being jealous of my work that I can think of. You, 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 you strike me as a person who um, works at one of the, one of the things of being great and and you can knock this if if I'm wrong. <laughs> People who are great don't ever see themselves as great. They're always working at a project to get it right. People who are mediocre and average often think they're great and they pass all and, and their work all looks like everyone else's. <laughs> but your work is great. But you don't think that, but everyone with an eye, a trained eye like myself, <laughs> sees that. Could it be, is it safe to say that you're a genius? I wouldn't um, say that about myself, but if you're going to say it for me, then I guess I'll go with it. And I'm going to tell you why. I only talk to, I only bring people on my podcast that I like, (laughs) that I admire, that I see genius in. And in my experience, all of you guys are like, oh, no, I'm just... I'm just a regular Joe and it's, or uh, Janet, J- J- Joel, J- Julia. I'm just a regular, I'm just, I'm just Julia Roberts. And it's like, no, you're, no, big deal. You're Meryl Street. <laughs> no, no disrespect to Julia Roberts. She's a great actress too. Um, did you get, what's your stance on street photography? Um, I definitely admire people who do street photography. I think I'm like always, too nervous to do it myself but um yeah I have some good friends that are like amazing street photographers and it's something I've always admired especially like doing it I find like most of them do it with film which I think gives it like an extra edge but um yeah it's definitely something I haven't gotten into myself but yeah I like it you should hang out with me. Uh, I go into the worst neighborhoods and do street photography, and uh, I don't have any problems. 
Um, this is why I've hired you as my bodyguard. <laughs> Yo, Jimbo. <laughs> um, how has the pandemic helped your eye as a photographer? Hmm. That's a really good question. <laughs> I guess, like, it's been difficult, too, I guess, to answer that because I haven't been, like, out shooting anything. <laughs> Me either. And don't feel guilty. I mean... Yeah. And it's really, you know, it's really depressing out there right now. <laughs> That's fair. I have, like, enjoyed um, seeing a lot of people who have just been going out to, like, kind of capture, like, everything being desolate or, like, um, you know, protest stuff going on or, like, street art from that uh, and all that. But I know it's not something I usually, like, do myself, so... I guess I've enjoyed seeing other people do it. Um, and I guess it'll be interesting to see when shows finally start up again. Like um, if everyone's photography and stuff just falls back into the place there. Oh, it's definitely going to evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone like including your, like I, there are already ideas that I'm working on now that I would have never done had, had the pandemic not shut everything down. Yeah. So I, I I I can't wait to see what else comes out of uh hazy colors music photography. I can't wait. I can't wait to see uh which which uh scale of the operation the photo ladies uh rise to. If a young lady wants to join photo ladies, how would she go about doing that? Um, right now, we pretty much have been working through Facebook groups. So if you look up, um, I think it's um, TPL Community is our Facebook group on there for um, any kind of female music photographer to join. Um, yeah, I think that's the easiest way right now. Or we also, I think, still have the form up on thephotoladies.com for people interested in joining as well hmm. I'll make sure I pass that word around one more one more of many many questions I w- I'm not supposed to say that why do I say that I can't even edit this out I should have <laughs> just go on but I- just keep going <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can we do who appreciate you to uh what can we do to support your your hazy colors uh music photography team um, yeah, I guess best ways right now I'm doing, um, doing some print sales. Um, if anyone kind of looks at my Instagram, which is, um, the lead 1024. So C L E D 1024, um, that I'm doing, I'm selling prints, prints of, um, black musicians that I've taken photos of and all the proceeds from that are going to, a couple different like Black Lives Matter charities that I'll have listed on the photos. So that's kind of the main thing I've been doing now. Um, as well as just, just some regular prints up there as well. But yeah. Your work is exceptional. I uh, I, I think I I think I like liked everything. So <laughs> I appreciate you. That that I don't mean to come off stalkerish either with you. And I know I give off that vibe because <laughs> I, I, because 
Yeah, I try to, you know, but, you know, you got to be careful because people are, are crazy. And, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, I can I, I'm, I'm crazy about your work. That's why I wanted to have you so badly on the podcast and interview because I wanted to talk and, and, and get the word out. Um, what's next? What's next, Carolyn? What's, where, where are we going next? <laughs> Uh, 2020, I mean, Good question. What, what are we doing next? At this rate, I really don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. we'll start up the Philly Music Caves again soon. That's kind of the big project, I guess, I'm trying to rework on now. But yeah, who knows what will happen from there. <laughs> Philly Music Caves, the photo ladies, and let's not forget the incredible and inedible is it inedible yes (laughs) hazy colors music photography don't miss it you can find uh carolyn's work on instagram facebook if you go to the facebook pages you can also find the website and go to them anything else uh if they're looking for you i think you covered everything all right all right she's she's uh she's an introvert very shy but (laughs) extremely talented with the with the camera Make no mistake. Thank you so much, Carolyn. This has been this has been a real joy for me. Um, I, I I hope you find more and more grace, mercy, and peace out there. Okay. I appreciate that. And same to you. You have yourself a good night. I'll talk to you later. You too. Bye, Quince. Bye bye. Say Questions has been a production of Anchor.fm and the good people over at Spotify. We also want to thank the talented staff at 1030 Designs for crafting our logo and promotional material. Thank you for listening and have a great day.